Running the brain takes energy, and in our constant quest for self-preservation, the brain also works to conserve energy. We know it can be difficult to wake up our viewers out of this autopilot mode, but we're really in trouble if we're running on autopilot as the creators. Today, we're talking about getting the most out of all of our mental capacity and funneling that into our project on today's episode of Video Production Daily. Today's episode is probably one of the most broadly applicable episodes across industries because everybody needs good ideas in order to solve hard problems. And engaging an audience is one of those hard problems that requires a lot of good ideas. So when you're confronted with a problem, in our industry it might be a customer brief or an opportunity for a project, it's really important to muster all of the mental energy that you can around solving that problem. Otherwise we end up with lazy solutions that don't inspire audiences to act, and it really fails to accomplish the impact that we hope to have in the world as we create our media and put ourselves out there into the world. Now this process for generating new ideas, finding new ways of attacking a problem, we often call it brainstorming. Brainstorming is certainly something you can do by yourself or with a qualified team or with a team of naive experts, people that have nothing to do with your industry, know nothing about the project you're trying to solve who can still contribute ideas. Sometimes it's great to get their outside perspective. Doing brainstorming right is something that pays huge dividends. You can have tremendous opportunities to try new things if you can first just think of them. But thinking of them is often the hard part. I've been putting out a lot of content on brainstorming lately. Tomorrow, if you check back here on the podcast, there's going to be a bonus episode all about brainstorming. And there's just a few tips that I've come across that I find really valuable that I'm going to share right here. Many of them I've used myself. Many of them I aspire to use more frequently. Because let's be honest, brainstorming is hard. And one of the hardest things about brainstorming is getting out of our routines to ensure that we are making the effort to bring in new ideas. Now, the first thing I really want to advocate for is making sure that you get solid ideas from a group of people. Let's start off with brainstorming gone wrong. What do terrible brainstorming sessions look like? We get together as a group of people that are involved in some way in a project. We sit ourselves down on a video conferencing call or in a conference room, and we start to talk about what we would like to make. We're bouncing ideas off of each other back and forth. And in the course of discussion, we come up with an idea that we like. And then we start to discuss how we could execute on this idea. And then we walk out of the room with a plan. We go and we execute that video. Now let's dive in to what is wrong with that because it might sound like 90% of the brainstorming sessions that you've been a part of. I know that I've been a part of that brainstorming session hundreds of times. And it does work and it does help us get to a solution. And often we get to a solution very quickly. So there's a win. But let's not put any more checks in the win column. Let's go focus on the loss column. What do we lose with this kind of brainstorming? Well, first off, voices in a room. Oftentimes when you get people in a room, the loudest voice wins. One of the things I've noticed over the course of my career is the loud voice, the articulate voice, is not always the voice with the best ideas. But when you get into that kind of a meeting scenario, it's really easy for the loud voices, for the articulate voices, for the boastful voices, the people that like to hear themselves speak, they speak a lot. Now, I'm a guy hosting a podcast, so you may have guessed I like to hear myself speak, and I can be one of those people that speaks up in a brainstorming session. I'm putting ideas out there. And certainly there's nothing wrong with the activity of sharing your ideas openly in a brainstorming session. And the downfall is from all the ideas that you don't generate in that format. Because some people have great ideas and they just don't articulate them well. Or that meeting can take a left turn and really turns into an echo chamber of a couple of outspoken people going back and forth, really refining their idea. 
So one of the ways that you can get away from the loudest voice being the one that contributes all of the ideas, or a person in power, a creative director, or a manager always pitching the video concept that wins, is to engage in brainwriting. So take the time to prepare people before the brainstorming session. Inform them what the brainstorming session is for, what you need ideas generated for. Make sure everyone has a solid understanding of the problem so that they can come to the meeting with the solution. Now, don't just have them come up and engage in a dialogue to get the solution out of everyone on the team. Brainwriting is a fantastic tool. Have people take a stack of post-it notes or send in an email or do something to make sure that their ideas are documented before the meeting. If everybody proposes three different solutions for a problem, it doesn't matter if you collected them in email or post-it note, you go around the room and you make sure everybody vocalizes their three ideas so that you're able to pull out of the crowd all of the different ideas that could end up being part of the solution. So the echo chamber of the articulate, that's one of the problems with this brainstorming meeting. Now the second part of the problem is that oftentimes what we do is we start working towards a solution. Now, it seems obvious that, well, that's what we're trying to get to. We're trying to get to a solution. So what we do is we do what's called reductive brainstorming. Oftentimes, filmmakers or creatives, we have routines and habits that help us get to where we know we need to go. So we start thinking of the format and the solution. We know exactly how we want to shoot it. We know exactly the location we're going to use because all of these things are comfortable to us. And this process of taking your idea and boiling it down to what is doable is called reductive brainstorming. Now, reductive brainstorming is great as long as you don't forget its companion, expansive brainstorming. Expansive brainstorming is all about taking a little idea and making it bigger. How can you take that idea that's very easy to execute and make it very difficult to execute? So you take your documentary on swimming and you add in an interview with Michael Phelps. And then you add in a trip to the Olympic time trials. And then you add in interviews from all of the gold medal winners currently living within the United States. In improv comedy, there's this technique called yes and. You take this little idea and you grow it by saying, yes, let's do that and let's add this. So you're constantly adding more and more and more. And it just doesn't feel very practical because you start talking about things that you know you could never execute. And so you've grown your idea into this massive behemoth that perhaps you can't execute. But in the process of growing it, you've brought in new ideas and you've brought in twists. And you might think we can't interview all of these gold medal winners, but there is that great footage of interviews already done, or what can we do to incorporate more historical footage to make this thing feel like it has resonance with the past? And all of those things may have not come up had you just gone immediately to reductive brainstorming, immediately to, we're going to interview this person, we're going to use B-roll, we're going to tell their story with this genre of music and jumping right to the solution. Now, I've made a lot of content on reductive brainstorming and expansive brainstorming, so I'm not going to belabor it here. But I will say, make sure that you don't just use reductive brainstorming, that it has its companion. It's really sad that there are so many talented creatives that are part of talented teams that really don't contribute ideas to what their organization is going to execute and for the media that is going to represent their organization just because brainstorming is broken. It's also a tragedy that there are some really uninspiring leaders out there that always feel like they have the best idea and push people down a path towards a vision that they can see and ignore a world of possibilities that is potted all around them in the minds of their collaborators that they just need to work to bring those things out and it can make a world of impact on their work. Don't be one of those leaders. Part of having a true commitment to diversity means a true commitment to the diversity of ideas and realizing that everybody has something to contribute 
And if you're leading a project, part of your responsibility is to access that diversity of ideas that is all around you. Working with people is one of the best parts of working. I hope you enjoy the process and I hope you get more out of your brainstorming sessions and avoid that meeting that becomes an echo chamber and jumps right to execution. This is something that I'm extremely passionate about. I've seen it done right and it is a breath of fresh air. It's hard to do and it's hard to stay committed to doing this over time because it never gets easier. That is our tip for the day and I want to thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Video